0: Thank you for coming and being here. And thank you for your participation. Thank you for children's story and all who participated. It was different. It was nice, very nice. Everybody who was singing or praying or reading the Bible, thank you so much. I will uh, start with the story that has nothing to do with with the topic. Actress Carol Burnett got out of the car one day of the cab, but uh, her coat was uh, caught in a door. The driver was unaware completely about what's going on, and he began slowly to edge out into traffic. So to keep from being pulled off her feet, the comedian had to run alongside down the block. A passerby noted her predicament and quickly alerted the driver. He stopped, jumped out and asked anxiously, yes, are you all right? Um, Carol Burnett, gasped, yes, but how much more do I owe you? I was born in the Ukraine, so the the topic that I want to bring to to you today is I, I am the one, I am the immigrant who came to this country looking for religious freedom, looking for better life. And so the topic is, it's immigrants and refugees what's the difference between immigrants and refugees what's the definition of an immigrant <laughs> welcome good to have you what's the difference and and first of all what how do we define immigrants
1: Moving to another country, sometimes far away, but it's
0: more about their willingness, wanting to. A refugee is being driven away Over. by force, by by because they are afraid for their lives. They have to escape. Um, so right now we have both in the world. Some people just immigrate, go to a different place, and. Uh, Dan and Mary-Angela and Josiah, are you refugees or are you immigrants? (laughs) Are you trying to escape this place uh, or or are you just looking for a better life? Yeah. Different. So millions of people in my country where I was born in the Ukraine, more than 14 millions, 15 millions, fled their homes since uh, Russia's invasion. Uh, almost 7 million left to, for the neighboring countries. Can you imagine you live in your place with a couple of suitcases, not knowing where you're going, where you're going to stay, food, you know, money probably even not good there. You know, if you take Ukrainian money, if you have it, to Poland, uh, you probably, it's not not really working there. And so I can imagine that all these millions of people that have to run for their lives, they find a kind, good person, somebody who is willing to, to do... Uh, Good Samaritan work.
1: Who were the first immigrants in the Bible? Okay. Refugees. Okay, wait. Hi.
0: I'm missing a few slides there. It's okay. Um, So in Genesis, we find the first immigrants were Adam and Eve. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 23, it says, So the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. Another version, New Century version says, uh, So the Lord God forced Adam out of the Garden of Eden. New King James says, therefore the Lord God sent him out of the Garden of Eden. So, they were actually refugees. They had to leave. So, people left paradise, and for all these years, we are trying to reach what? We left paradise, and we are going to to get back. We're trying to get back. Our home is paradise. From paradise to paradise.
1: Have you ever seen refugee
0: camps? I remember we had fires. Remember fires? Big fires, people lost homes. In San Bernardino, I remember I went went to a gymnasium where people, uh, people, the beds were one next to another, you know, and uh, no privacy, you know, and um, those people had to to do that because they lost their homes. But it's much worse in so many other places of the world. Escaping,
1: we get hurt, we get sick,
0: we still continue to uh, see violence in the world, injustice, evil. We will see. People killing people, all of it is going to end when we will get back home, when we will get to paradise. We read the Bible not because it's an interesting historical book. The Bible teaches us how to have relationship with God, relationship with God that we had and lost in the Garden of Eden. I don't have that text here, but I will just quote here. Acts chapter 18, verse 1. You can open your Bibles. Acts chapter 18 and verse 1. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth, and there he met a Jew named Achilla, a native of Pontius, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, Because Claudius had ordered all Jews to leave Rome, Paul went to see them. So here here we have a couple, Christian couple. They lived in Jerusalem. and, um, And the emperor Claudius, it's one of three emperors that are mentioned in the Bible. By the way, he was before Nero. You remember probably Nero, Emperor Nero. So Claudius ordered all the Jewish people to leave Rome. Refugees. When Paul visited them in Corinth, they invited them for a meal to stay with them. So these immigrants, they have a good heart, even though they might not have much, but they would share with people what they had. And it's not the first time when... Uh, when people had to leave Rome, 139 B.C., Jewish people had to leave Rome. Then in 19 A.D., Emperor Tiberius uh, also asked Jewish people to leave. For They were forced to leave.
1: And how did it happen? Why
0: did it happen? Why Christians had to leave? Well, first of all, Christians, if you remember Apostle Paul, whenever he would visit uh, towns, he would go to synagogue on the Sabbath. You remember that. So when they would come, the Christians would come to the synagogue. Synagogue looked like a school. It didn't look like temple, temple, um, you know, like uh, something magnificent. It was a simple, humble building, school. And in those schools, people were able to just get up and say whatever is on their heart, something spiritual, something about God. And when Christians would say, well, this Christ that was crucified is the one that we expected. He is the Messiah. And if you would be a person of, you know, Jewish nationality, how, do you, how would you feel that? That would create arguments and a lot of times even fights. And Claudius heard about this. And he expelled um, Jewish believers and all the Christians. Just expelled these two group, groups of people. So Aquila and Priscilla, they were forced to uh, live Rome. And by the way, do you remember what their uh, profession was? Same as Paul's, tent making. So they invited Paul, and they started making tents. Then we read in Scriptures... We find Aquila in Priscilla for some reason left Corinth, and and they settled in Ephesus. And Apollos came there, and they opened the door for Apollos. So they were very hospitable people.
1: So from Jerusalem to Corinth, and then Ephesus.
0: And then we find them back when uh, Paul was taken to Rome. We find them that they're back to Jerusalem. And not only that they are back, but they have their own church in their own home. Immigration in the Bible is not something unfortunate, but it's a mission. Here is another story. You know ancient people, they believed that somebody great, when somebody great is born, then the star is going to be born too. That God, or whoever it is, creates a star. And that's how those... People who were observing the skies, scientists of those days, they understood that a star star was born because they found a new star. The king of Judea, Herod, finds out from Magi that someone great was born, and they think that because of expectations in, in those days that it's the new king of Jews. So he wants magis to go and worship this king, but he also wants them to come back and tell tell him exactly where the Messiah is. Did they do it? He said, I'm, I want to worship this uh, this king myself. Was that the truth? It was not the truth.
1: He wanted to
0: eliminate competition. So we read this story in Matthew chapter 2, verse 12. And having been warned in a dream, Matthew chapter 2, verse 12, not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said, take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Now, Mary and Joseph and Jesus became refugees right right they escape to egypt and new testament doesn't say us anything about uh, jesus life in egypt but there is a pseudo matthew apocryphal book and also arabic infancy gospel apocryphal books they are not a part of the bible They're, I would call them, legends. And those stories in general, all of those stories about Jesus as a, you know, growing up as a child, they are telling basically wherever Jesus was, people were blessed. They were blessed because of the presence of Jesus. And that is true. I believe that that is true. Another story after Stephen was killed in Jerusalem, we read in the book of Acts chapter 8, if you would like to open 8, verse 1. On that day, a great persecution broke out again. The church in Jerusalem and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen uh, and mourned, deeply for him but Saul began to destroy church going from house to house he dragged off both men and women and put them to prison prison those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went so refugees wherever they went they began to preach the gospel And we just read that that happened after persecution started. It happened from Jerusalem throughout Judea and Samaria. So this is uh, Acts 8 and verse 1. Now, if we go to Acts 1 and verse 8, here's an interesting thing. It says, but you will receive the power, Jesus is telling to his disciples, you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes to you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Jerusalem first, and all the Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So in chapter 8, we see that happening from Jerusalem to Judea and then Samaria. So when persecution started it actually helped to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth refugees immigrants do not get better better life I remember when I came to this country I did not speak a word of English and uh, I was 25 and lived in the dorm and uh, my roommate um, uh, started talking to me in, in English, and I, I said, I, "I do not speak English. That's I, I learned that." <laughs> and and he started. He knelt down and put some something to write down on, and began to write questions in English. He thought that I might better read and understand. And I again said, I, I I do not, I do not know English. <clears throat> then he left. Uh, he comes back a couple hours later. He asked me my name and began to speak English. And I said, I do not speak English. And I started wondering. And he knelt down the same way. Started writing questions. And I I, I thought. Maybe they gave me this roommate because nobody else wants to be with him. Maybe he's a little bit not home. And then a couple of weeks later, I found out that my roommate has a twin, identical twin. And for a long time, I couldn't uh, separate them. Uh, who, who is Doug and who is Dwayne? I, I had no idea. They didn't stay in the same. Uh, Room. They they were very very good friends uh, and and you know brothers of course, but uh, they for some reason they they wanted uh, to to stay with somebody else. And for the first three months, somebody said to me, "Watch TV." I I was telling you this this before. Watch TV and you will learn English right away like that. So I I began to watch uh, TV. Uh, in in the basement of the dorm they had a tv and uh, 3 months later i realized it was a spanish channel hmm. yeah. <clears throat> and and it was hard i i remember i was translating every word i i went to see my textbooks when, which i had to read I was translating with a dictionary every word. So that was not easy. Refugees have tough life. They don't get better jobs. Sometimes because of the English, their English is not good. Many, many jobs that immigrants get first, they are heavy manual labor, jobs. But wherever they would, would go, they would preach the gospel. When people are persecuted, they focus on God. True? When people, when Christians are persecuted, they focus on God. God becomes everything more important than
1: ever. When we have easy life, so to speak, when we have everything that we need and more, God is not number one. Very often.
0: Here is um, someone in the first century A.D., who is not a christian wrote about christians christians are indistinguishable from each other either by nationality language or customs they do not inhabit separate cities of their own or speak a strange dialect or follow some outlandish way of life with regard to dress food manner of life in general they follow the customs of wherever city they Happen to be living in whether it is Greek or foreign, and yet there is something extraordinary about uh, these people. Like others, they marry, have children, they share their meals, they live in the flesh, but they are governed by the desires, but they are not governed by the desires of the flesh. They pass their days upon earth and their Cities citizens they're citizens of heaven, obedient to the laws, they yet live on a level that transcends the law. Christians love all men, but all men persecute them. They live in poverty but enrich many. They are totally destitute, but possess an abundance of everything. They suffer dishonor, but there there is that, but that is their glory. They're defamed but vindicated. And Tertullian, also in the first um, century, he said, Christian writer, uh, he is a Christian writer, and he said, see how they love one another. So it, it's it's such a privilege to know God. God changes, transforms. Us And Jesus himself was a refugee, and he was not accepted even in the place where he was born. And Jesus said, uh, Matthew 25, verse 35, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. We are Christians because Jesus said that we are the light to this world and the salt. Christians Christians making this world better. Like salt preserves and makes food better. And Apostle Paul wrote from prison Philippians in
1: Philippians. Um,
0: he wrote, um, "Rejoice, rejoice in the in the and, rejo- and rejoicing needs to be done every day. We are citizen. We are citizens of heaven, and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power enables." him to bring everything under his control will transform our our bodies so that they will be like his glorious body can you imagine that we will have same body as jesus christ when sin in, entered the world it changed christ came as a human being and that is going to stay That is going to be forever. Heaven is our destination. Lost paradise is our home. And now I hope I have this slide. Can you uh, forward a couple of slides? This, This is good. So there is a statue in the museum in Athens. This statue of a little boy who is looking into the future with hope. This statue is more than 2000 years old. It was found in Turkey and it was made in the 1st century BC. It's a boy um is dressed up in a hooded coat and he's holding what is the most important possession? His dog. So the archaeologists wanted to give this statue a name. And they named him a little refugee boy. Here is another picture
1: 21st century children. Hmm
0: tragedies, tears. Children today escaping to a place looking forward with hope. First century BC, 21st century AD, what changed?
1: Broken families. And my prayer today is that that God
0: could give me strength and you strength and desire to do more. Amen.
1: Well, refugees,
0: immigrants, (laughs) we are all immigrants and refugees. Our citizenship is in heaven. and uh, today is a difficult day for me for many of you who know dear family moravsky family